0: He tēnei nā te reo irirangi o
1: Super scientist Nano Girl is on a mission to show everyone the wonders of science. She's joined by her trusty sidekick, the constantly learning artificial intelligence repository. We call her Claire. Let's cross now to Nano Girl's secret lab.
0: Nano what huh? are you doing? I'm doing star jumps This is freezing in here. But stars don't jump. Oh, no. Claire, that, it's just an expression that we have. Star jumps are things that humans do when they jump around to try and get warm. My senses say that it's now 8 degrees centigrade or just over 46 degrees Fahrenheit. I know. It's freezing. I've even got goosebumps. But you are not a goose. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not a goose. It's just an expression. Humans get goosebumps when it's very cold. Claire, why is it so cold in here in the secret lab? You turned the air conditioning right down for the blubber experiment. Oh, that's right. Well, i better go find the butter for that. Before you get on to that, we've had a question
1: from Briony. Hi, my name's Briony and I'm nine and I'm from Seven Oak School. And I like to ask you, do animals get
0: goosebumps? What a great question. Sounds like science adventure time. Let's fire up the jet vault. Leave the air conditioning on Claire. I'll, I'll get back to that experiment when I get home. Oh, I think I think maybe that's the school I need to go to. It's called Seven Oak School. I can see, I can see a sand pit down there. I think that's where I'm gonna try and land. Alright. survive that right uh let's figure out if i'm in the right place uh oh there's a classroom over there let me just go see if anybody's in there hi, hi, and I'm I'm girl. Girl. oh hi everybody Um, where am i
1: you're at seven ike school oh yeah.
0: great perfect um this is the right place now i'm looking for somebody called briony is there a briony here yes is that you? Yes. Hey, Brainy, you asked a question to the Nanogirl team. Do you remember what your question was? Do all animals get goosebumps? Do all animals get goosebumps? I really like that question, so we're going to go on a mission to try and find that. But first of all, does anybody know what goosebumps actually are?
1: It's when you get really cold and you, like, have these little bumps on your sh- arms.
0: Amazing, when you get bumps on your arms. Have anybody had goosebumps before? Yes. Some people call them yeah. goose pimples. And when do you normally get goosebumps? When you're cold. Any other time? Like when you're scared, maybe? And sometimes people get it when they listen to something amazing, so you can listen to music that moves you and you might get goosebumps. So I really like that question, Brini. And I'm a nanotechnologist, so I don't know if other animals get goosebumps, but I think we should go on a mission to find somebody who might know. Going up! Are we going to Antarctica? Almost! Now, Antarctica is quite far away, and I need to drop you back at school today. So, instead of going to Antarctica, what we're going to do is we're going to go to the International Antarctic Centre instead. We're going to see if we can find somebody there. In fact, look out the window, can you see that dome over there? That dome, see that all the way down there? That's where we're going. Alright, hold on tight. <laughs> Whew! Okay, we made it. Everybody okay?
1: Yes! yes.
0: Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. This is my friend Fiona. Hi, Fiona. How are you
1: guys? How was that bumpy landing? <laughs> yeah. It was good.
0: So, Fiona, we have a question from Bruni. Briony, do you want to ask your question? Do all animals get goosebumps?
1: Oh, Briony, that's a really great question. I work for Antarctica, New Zealand, and so we travel to Antarctica where there are lots of animals that live in a really cold place. So I think we can talk about whether or not they get goosebumps. Who knows what sort
0: of animals live out in Antarctica? Anybody know? Penguins.
1: Yeah, there are lots of penguins. Polar bears?
0: Do polar bears live in Antarctica?
1: There are no polar bears in Antarctica.
0: Where would we find those? The Arctic.
1: That's right, we find polar bears in the Arctic. So why don't we head through and see what we have in the centre? All right, let's go this way. Whoa, what's this room? Whoa, that's cool. Look at all that ice. I feel like I'm in Antarctica. That's chilly too. What's over there?
0: Penguins.
1: Lots of penguins. They're nesting, aren't they? Yeah.
0: So we know that when we get cold, we get goosebumps. But look at the penguins over there. Do you think the
1: penguins get cold? No. Yes. yes.
0: Okay, why do you think they might get cold?
1: Because sometimes there can be humongous blizzards. Mm-hmm. And Antarctica can go down to like minus 80 degrees. Wow,
0: that is cold. And why do you think they don't get cold?
1: Because um,
0: they have lots of feathers and um, they huddle up when it's cold, so they are warm.
1: The birds have got muscles just under their skin that allows them to move their feathers and so they can fluff up their feathers to trap air and help keep them warm. I think it's time for us to see if we
0: can fluff up our feathers and go and get cold. Should we go get cold? Yes! Time to go into the blizzard room.
1: It's cold! It's freezing. This is super cold. How are you feeling?
0: Has anybody got any goosebumps?
1: Have Where are they? All of <laughs> <legs now. laughs> my legs.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so Fiona, what do you think's happening to us here? Well, in the cold, we're behaving just like the penguins do. The hairs on our legs are trying to fluff up and trap air to keep us warm. Is it working? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no. A little bit cold. Yeah. Who has feathers on their legs? Anybody? No? I don't have
2: feathers, but
1: I still have hairs to keep me warm. Do you think you'd feel a lot warmer if you had feathers? Yes. It's a lot more. It would be like summertime. Ah. So, so what else do animals that live in the
0: cold have other than goosebumps and feathers to keep them warm?
1: Blubber. 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 What, what's blubber? It's like a, like a layer of fat, fat. underneath their skin. Yeah. That's right. Blubber helps keep animals warm. So killer whales and minke whales have a thick layer of blubber. Alright, let's Let's go get, find somewhere a
0: little bit warmer to carry on this goosebump conversation. Come with me. Like this so way to the penguins.
1: Oh, it's so adorable. I'd like to introduce you to my friend Shannon, who helps look after these penguins. Hi guys, how are you? Good. Feeling so. nice and warm? Yeah. yeah. Much warmer than before.
0: <laughs> so we had a question. Did you want to ask your question?
1: Do all animals get goosebumps?
2: Oh, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> penguins are very, very special compared to other animals. They have ways of not having to get goosebumps. Looking out here, we've got our little blue penguins. So these are New Zealand penguins. So they don't go to Antarctica, too cold for them. But believe it or not, swimming in the ocean every day is freezing. So these guys have to find ways not to get cold. And believe it or not, swimming is one of the best ways not to get cold. So who's been out on their mountain bike in a thunderstorm? You're riding your bike and it's really wet and yucky, but you don't actually get cold, do you? Because you're biking. Yeah. Yeah. Same if you go running in the rain. You're not going to get cold. you're going to get wet. Exactly the same for penguins. The more they swim, the warmer they get. But they also have something secret. Check this out. What are these? Have a we feel. Now, have a look at these wee guys out here on the rocks. Look at all their feathers. Guess how many feathers penguins have?
1: 100,000. Close. Um, 2 million.
2: Oh, not quite, thank goodness, because we have to clean them up. These guys have four times more feathers than other birds. 10,000 feathers. And if you have a real good look at a feather, they have three parts to the feather, and all of that act as the insulation. Who's got a feather down jacket? Have them in winter, keep you nice and warm. Exactly the same for penguins. Those feathers are amazing. This is what keeps them warm. So 10,000 feathers keep them lovely and warm and toasty, but they don't keep them dry. So they produce penguin oil. So if you ever see a penguin shaking its tail, it's not because he's happy to see us. It's because they produce penguin oil. And then they will spread it all over their clothes. Now, what's even more special? We've got a wee beast here to show off to you named Ollie. Guess what? Ollie's not waterproof. So what would happen if Ollie went swimming?
1: Uh, he would drown.
2: Yeah, because the water would get under all of these feathers and he would actually get heavy, waterlogged. Why isn't he waterproof? Poor wee Ollie hasn't learned how to be waterproof. Believe it or not, these guys at eight weeks old are full grown adults. That's two months. Wow. Mum and dad walk away. The chicks get hungry and head on out to sea and learn how to be a penguin. Ollie hasn't learned how to be a penguin, doesn't know how to shake his tail feather and get those very, very special oils that they create and spread them over his feathers. have got a special little penguin here to show you as well. This is a pretend penguin. Have a look at the real feathers on his back. Have a feel. What do they feel like?
1: Not as soft as the ones in the bowl.
2: Oh, really? You think the ones in the bowl are softer? That's because you can get right underneath to those soft, fluffy parts of the individual feathers. Now, this is why we do not go around hugging penguins or catching penguins or patting penguins. Besides the fact that that's a real strong beak. We've just patted this penguin and we've made all his feathers all messed up. Just like if somebody came and messed up all of our hair. So this poor little penguin, if he was going to go swimming, he's got all these gaps. So he's not going to be waterproof either. And what's even more special here at the Antarctic Centre, every single penguin that you see out here is a rescue penguin. So we're a welfare centre for penguins that have been injured or disabled out in the wild. So they've got pretty cool stories to tell, including Nick who was rescued in the nick of time from a shark. How cool is he? He was brave. And now he can come and sit here and relax, spend the rest of his days not worrying about sharks. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks a lot for telling us all about the penguins that
1: you've got here. We're going to go and see some other things.
2: Have fun, guys, and stay warm.
1: Thanks, Shannon. penguins in the burrows. Where? Look, mm-hmm. at the back. Um, uh. oh, yeah. So down here we can see what the penguins look like when they're swimming in the water. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But they don't have feathers on their feet. So they're very specially adapted by having a network of veins that transfer warm blood from their bodies into their feet. So it means that their feet can get a lot colder than their internal body temperature... still stay warm enough. So what about other things that get cold? Maybe fish underwater, because we don't have hairy fish and we don't have feathery fish and I don't see fish with blubber on. The fish are specially adapted to the cold by having an antifreeze in their blood so that they don't freeze in the cold water. That's pretty cool.
0: So, this has been great, Fiona. We've learned that not all animals get goosebumps, and animals that are in the cold, like penguins, actually adapt by having feathers, and other animals have big fat blubber to keep them warm, and fish have antifreeze. Does that answer your question? Yes. Have you all warmed up now? Yes. Well, thank you, Fiona. That has been so awesome. I think we're all goosebumped out. I'm afraid it's time to get you back to school. I can't wait to get back to my nice warm lab. Hey, Claire. Welcome Welcome. back, Nano Girl. We had such a fun time today finding out about how animals keep warm in Antarctica and they don't get goosebumps. Why is it so cold in here? You asked me to leave the air conditioning on. Oh, that's right. My blubber experiment. Right, let's get to the secret lab. (laughs) We can do an experiment where you make your own blubber and see if it keeps you warm. So what you're going to need is some cooking oil or some lard or some cooking fat. I've got some margarine here and you're going to put it into a sandwich bag. So scoop it out and fill the sandwich bag with... Well, I have margarine here or some lard. Next, you're going to take another sandwich bag and you're going to put it inside and that's going to protect your hand. Now you need to find something very cold. So we're going to take some ice cubes... And we're going to put them into a bowl of water. <clears throat> that looks cold. Now what you're going to do is put your hand into the bag that's filled with blubber or fat. Now put it inside the clean bag so you don't get all yucky. And you're going to put that hand into the ice cold water. But you're also going to put your other hand in that isn't protected and see if you can feel the difference. Here we go. One hand in, another hand in. My uncovered hand feels so cold. But weirdly, my hand filled with blubber, or margarine in this case, is still toasty warm. And this is how animals stay warm even though they're swimming in very, very cold waters. Now see how long you can keep your hands in for. Uploaded. To have your own science adventure, check out the video on the RNZ website. It's got all of the instructions you're going to need to make some blubber. Have a go and let us know how you get on by emailing us at scienceadventures at rnz.co.nz uh, Nanogirl, why are they called goosebumps? Oh, It's because when they pop up on your skin, your skin, if you're a human, looks like the skin of a goose when the feathers have been taken off. What's weird is that in different countries, bumps are named after different birds. So in French, it's chicken skin. In Korean, it's hen skin. And in Hebrew, it's duck skin. Thanks for listening to Nenna Girl's great science adventure. And thanks to Fiona Shannon from Antarctica, New Zealand, and the cool folk at the International Antarctic Centre for helping us to answer this week's question. We had such a great adventure with Briany and her friends at Seven Oaks School. Listen to Nano Girls' Great Science Adventure on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and most other podcast apps. Click on the subscribe button and get every episode straight to your device you don't want to miss next week's episode when we'll find out what microplastics are if you have a great question you can email us at scienceadventures at rnz.co.nz and if you've had a go at the experiment send us a photo of the finished product. This podcast couldn't have been made without Dr. Michelle Dickinson Sophie Fern, Janet Van, Joe Davis Crystal Lee Brown, Liz Garten Anatovi, Claire Easton, Verily Pinky Fang and all the incredible RNZ sound engineers and our executive producer Tim Watkin great science adventures made possible by the New Zealand On Air Innovation Fund.